It's Lawnmower Week. Lawnmower Week. The Lawnmower Man without Dylan. I wish. I hope he watches this. Even though he's I really not hope here he today. does. It is so worth your time. It is because that's that's why he's not here. He said he didn't watch the movie, so we were like, "Nope, you're fucking fired, man." <laughs> if only we could fire Dylan, he would have been fired about twenty times. <laughs> Probably, and then we'd always hire him back again. Cause yeah, we 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 always hire him back. He always has a spot at the table, for better always. or worse. But not this week. For worse, for or worse. perhaps better. Stay tuned. It's the binge picture podcast. <laughs> How was your uh, How was your Christmas? Oh, dude, I quarantined all Christmas Fun. because of an office COVID exposure. Fun. Um, I don't think I've spoken a word since we spoke last night. That's um, that's, that's fun. So my words are going to be a little jumbled today. It's been really lonely, but it was okay. Oh, Watched okay. a lot of movies. What so movies did you watch? I watched um, Muppets Take Manhattan. Good, good choice. I watched, um, which, by the way, we have to do Make It Muppet for the movie we're talking about today. Yes, we will be doing Make it's It Muppet some... today. Oh, yes. Um, I watched Punch Drunk Love, which was a wild Ooh, card. I love Punch Drunk in the Love. Morning. Yeah, it was pretty good. Such a good one. Um, did I watch another one? Oh, I watched Journey to the Center of the Earth, Brendan Fraser. Ooh, the Fraser. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, which is surprisingly fun. I have I saw that in theaters when it came out when I was like eleven. Yeah, it's it's rather dated, but um, it's, it was funny. Like the the humor and like the tone of the humor, I, I enjoyed. It was a shitty movie, but oh, of like, course, the um, cadence of the movie was entertaining. Okay, nice. through it all. Jesus Christ, I, this feline I'm... interference is going to be next level this week. Yeah, well, I mean, what can you do? I have some options, but I'll refrain. I'll hold myself back. <laughs> I, 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 How was your Christmas? It was it was good. It was good. We woke up early, did Christmas presents with our daughter at home. Nice. And then we went to my wife's parents' house for Christmas at their house in the morning. And then we came home and everybody took a nap. And then we drove to my parents' house for Christmas with my oh, parents. Oh, wow. So you did the rounds. Yes, we did. That's fun. I'm exhausted. At least you were around people. <laughs> Yeah, that is, yeah, I am exhausted though. Yeah, I believe it. Holidays with a child are just a whole new ball game. It is a new ball game. It is a very, very new ball game because now, <laughs> in addition to driving myself and my wife everywhere and driving our presents and like our parents' presents everywhere, now we have to take all of the baby presents everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, and there are, I'm sure, a ton of those. It was we so we took my wife's car, which is bigger, to her parents' house, and packing everything back into that car wasn't a big deal because she's got a nice big SUV. Nice, but I don't. I have a little itty bitty Hyundai Elantra. Hey, it's an upgrade yeah. from that PT Cruiser. I remember it, you driving. It around. is a big upgrade <laughs> over the PT Cruiser. I will give you that. <laughs> but um, fitting um, a giant stuffed llama into my tiny Hyundai Elantra was fun. Yeah. 
That's a that's a sentence I bet you never thought you'd say. No, no, it's not. Um, adding that to the list of things I've said as a parent that I never thought I'd say. Hi, kitty. This is ridiculous. Um, Caleb. Yeah. Yes. It is. Um, it's it's the Binge Picture Podcast, our first post Christmas BPP. Yeah, we got that weird like post Christmas hangover energy. Yeah, um, we're recording at three p.m. We've never recorded. At, at like 3 p.m. Well, it's like it's the it's the it's the time of year when time starts to break down, and I think this yes. entire year time is broken down. But time, the, uh, like the week between Christmas and New Year's, is just like oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. What what time is it? What day is it? Who am what I? Day is Where it? am I? <laughs> Some days I find myself above. thinking I'm in I'm in cyberspace. Such timely things to feel about cyberspace. Yes. Because holy shit. The Lawnmower Man. We watched The, the lawnmower, lawnmower Man this week. Starring Earsy Weirsy, Pierce Brosnan. Oh yeah. Pierce Brosnan as um Professor what's his name? Professor uh, uh they called him La- Dr. Lawrence Angelo, but they called him Larry a lot. Larry Angelo, Ooh. yeah. Before we Pierce get into Brosnan this, is amazing. Before we get into this, this is the Binge Picture Podcast, the third worst podcast on the internet, and the podcast where we're supposed to watch every movie that's won Best Picture at the Oscars, but we are not doing that. Although, um, to be I, fair, The Lawnmower Man should have won some Oscars. Honestly, yes. <laughs> at least for, like, visual effects? Visual effects in 1992? It, this was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Groundbreaking, Wait. I would venture to say. Wait, what year did Jurassic Park come out? <laughs> Hold on oh, a second. But, but even need... so, like the flavor of visual effects in Lawnmower Man are completely different. Jurassic Park was 93, so it's fine. Okay, so this was 1992, correct? Correct. Alrighty. Um, did we do the intro? Are we good? I think we've Should done I the intro. Should I jump right. into this Let's little plot summary? Alright, I pulled up the Wikipedia page for this one, so we're going to walk through it, uh, talk about what we liked, um, which was a and lot. In my case. And what I we didn't like, which was some stuff. For you? For, for me, for, it was some stuff. For, yeah, some, some, yes. We're going to talk about it all here oh on BPP, we? as we do. All right, so this was uh, 1992. It's a science 19... fiction. What? I, oh, I was just saying, I was just echoing 1992. 1992 science fiction horror films directed by brett leonard written by brett leonard as well um so dr lawrence angelo is pierce brosnan works for virtual space industries uh and runs experiments using psychoactive drugs and virtual reality to enhance cognitive performance using chimpanzees as test subjects wait so, hold on caleb caleb, caleb right caleb, off caleb, the caleb, bat caleb. yes caleb i have the Wikipedia page for this pulled up right now. Are you just reading from the Wikipedia page? And have, Fuck is yeah, that I'm what you have been doing? Is that what you've been doing this whole time? <laughs> for the entire podcast, hell no. But for this, oh, I figured okay. this is a really succinct and at the same time exhaustive write up on Wikipedia yes. already. Thank you to the to the Wiki Commons for the Wiki Commons. funding BPP. This is what also what Roger sent me, so Oh, okay, so it's Roger's fault. Um, Yeah, I I gave him the stamp of approval this week. Is that cool with you? Should I? Oh, no, 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 we're good, we're good. Alrighty. You're just like, oh my god, he's saying all the same words. I was just absolutely shocked. Usually you have a (laughs) 
handwritten note. Yeah, usually, but day after Christmas, I let my guard down a little bit. We're just gonna gonna We're do it gonna this way. It your favorite right. BPP aggregator, or I'm sorry, Wikipedia. your favorite Wikipedia aggregator. BPP. Yes, get that right. Um, but yeah, so basically, Pierce Brosnan is injecting chimpanzees with psychoactive drugs and hooking up to virtual reality machines. <laughs> And and it's incredible. The first five minutes of this movie are absolutely insane, and I They're, absolutely loved it. Uh, it's amazing. Um, so he's experimenting on these chimpanzees, and he wants it to be like something to better humanity, to to um, increase cognitive per- performance for people. Eventually, is his goal. But the um, group that funds his lab, which is called the shop, um, the shop is the shop is uh wants to find military applications for Angelo's research. And um he has one chimpanzee who's really promising. He gets like really elevated intelligence. Um <laughs> he gets warfare training. Uh and he ends up becoming really aggressive and he like escapes and I think I think they like kill the chimpanzee and he's yeah, devastated he killed, because well, he kills a guard first so they put the chimp down. Yeah, the chimp goes a little batshit from all the psychoactive drugs in VR. Um, and uh, so Pierce Brosnan is, like, devastated because this was his best shot at, you know, having a successful experiment. Um, yep. And because of the havoc wreaked by this one chimpanzee, they kind of shut his lab down, and he's, like, in limbo. He goes home. He's devastated. He goes into a big, deep depression because he has to stop doing his research. It's like, wife leaves him because he's so bummed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so naturally he, uh, decides to recruit the intellectually disabled greenskeeper, Job That's Smith, Job Smith, Job Smith, Who, the biblical, is, the biblical parallels are just impeccable. <laughs> yeah. They get laid on a little thick. Um, just a little bit. <laughs> Jeff Fay is, uh, Job Smith. Who was shockingly good. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be, when when they introduced his character, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. This is going to get really goofy. And it gets goofy, don't get me wrong. But, that is exactly um, what I was thinking. Yeah, it gets, it's, de- goofy is definitely top three adjectives to describe this movie. Yes. But um, I, I they also, like, they played the Job Smith character way better than I thought. Yes, the um vibe of this movie that I got was just 1992. <laughs> <laughs> that was the vibe I got from this movie. It is quintessentially 1992 independent horror campy murder film. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, with also ethical dilemmas interspersed. <laughs> oh, super, super big ethical dilemmas. Um, IRB, Institutional Research Board. Woo, alarm bells going off Yep, on these human studies for sure. But it's under the table. Dr. Angelo, you know, isn't telling anybody what's going on. He just tells Job, uh, hey, I can make you smarter. You want to come over and play video games? <laughs> and Job's and like, yeah. His, he's like, fuck yeah, I do. And that's exactly what happens. He uh, he redesigns his treatments to remove the aggression factors that got him into trouble with the chimpanzees. Yeah. Um, and Job gets super smart. And eventually, wicked smart. Wicked smart. And he uh, he develops psychokinesis and telepathy, um, so it's getting shit's getting real. And uh, 
Ah, shit does indeed get real. It does, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, they, they, uh, it says here he continues training at the lab until an accident forces Angelo to abort the experiment. Do you remember what the accident was? I think it was just the cyberspace went wacky and freaked Job out and he destroyed stuff with his mind. Um, I yeah, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, remember yeah. exactly. That sounds about right. Basically, they get hooked into these like gyroscopy virtual reality machine things mm-hmm. and injected with psychoactive drugs. And they like are interacting with cyberspace or the internet and they get like their consciousness ported into the internet. And it's this is definitely the highest movie we've done on BPP. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. It's and incredibly. I love it. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, Okay, so so the project director, I think this is the guy from the shop who's trying to uh, apply this to like military, military stuff. tech, and how the U.S. can use it. Yeah, who is uh, is Sebastian? Is the Sebastian Timms is um is the name of the character? Correct. What I don't have the oh Mark Mark Bringleson. Mark Bringleson. He the... Yeah, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's not who I'm thinking of. There is one guy who, like who's who's the cop from Breaking Bad. He's in this. Oh, Dean Norris. He's the Dean director. Norris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I remember, the director. I, there is. I remember I was watching that and I was like, isn't that fucking. Yeah, that like Dean a Norris? super young Dean Norris. Very young, but still with the campy Dean Norrisy acting vibes. It was great. 100%. So Sebastian Timms, um, I think he thinks things are going like too well for Dr. Angelo uh, in his new human experiment. Plus, you know, you're not supposed to be experimenting on humans without permission. So he. Um, ends up swapping Angelo's like new anti-aggression medications that he's using on Job with the old shit that made the chimpanzee go crazy. Yep. Um, <laughs> and oh boy. <laughs> and oh boy. So Job having all these newfound psychoactive powers uh, becomes, becomes hot. Um, <laughs> he combs his hair. Basically That's, that, yeah. He, he combs, combs his hair, hair and gets a new outfit. I think he stops wearing a shirt a lot of the time. Um, he, he wears nice shirts for most of it, and then towards the end, he just stops wearing a shirt entirely. I yeah, think. it becomes like, you know, they have to inject a certain amount of sex into the uh, yes. into the screenplay. Um, so um, anyway, there's like well, this no. girl, <laughs> this girl whose lawn he used to mow, and I think continues to mow throughout all of this, Yes, um, notices him. Her name's Marnie. Um, and they start doing the things and eventually Job invites Marnie to the, uh, the lab and to it and they have cyber sex, um, in the gyroscopes, in the gyroscope VR machines, they have cyber sex. Um, so they hook up in with the other thing we should introduce to this is the visuals and the animations. Um, it's like a PC game from 1996. Like, yeah. There's some ridiculous, like, in the in cyberspace, like, it takes you into cyberspace, and everything's in this crazy, creepy, high-as-balls CG. CG style. Uh, the, best way I can, the best way I can describe it is the backgrounds in an N64 Mario game. Like, it's like yeah. the poorly, okay. like, really low-res rendering yeah. um, background poppy colors, and then when Super... they show the faces, it's like... Yeah, like these crazy stretched polygon faces, and it's like it's like 
Tomb Raider, like that's Laura, exactly Laura what Croft I was thinking. Figures, yeah, um, Tomb Raider style, like early Tomb Raider style Lara Croft. It's fucking nuts. Um, okay, so but, 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 but yeah, they have cyber sex, and Job uh, goes a little too hard. He's like, yeah, cyber sex, and destroys her mind. Um, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. From there, I think he gets a little scared of his powers, but also he learns to how he can use his sort of unhinged psychoactive powers for vengeance. For evil. Well, yeah, evil, but also vengeance um, against the people that have wronged him. Against all the people that have wronged him, because he was psych- he was like intellectually disabled for so long, and people took advantage of him really badly mm-hmm. and, uh, and abused him. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, he lived in like. I don't know where he lived. It's like a shack outside of a church where the father, um, like the priest, would go out and and abuse him and sexually assault him. Um, That was a subplot that they introduced and didn't resolve. Well, they kind of resolved it. They resolved it because they resolved it because Job pixelizes the priest and just explodes him into a billion pixels. Vaporizes him with his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like while he's confessing all his sins in the church, and um, he's just screaming, "I am God, dude!" <laughs> I gets a little unhinged. But around this time is when Doctor Angelo realizes that the drugs have been swapped, uh, and he's like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna get really bad." Um, mm-hmm. He goes and confronts Job, who captures him um, using his crazy powers that no one can contend with. And declares his plan to reach an ultimate stage of evolution by becoming a being of pure energy, existing in the laboratory computer mainframe. While also frying everybody else's minds in the process through yep. the use of computers. So he tries to, he's trying, basically his big plan is he's going to upload himself into cyberspace, exist there, be cyber god, um, and connect to all the computer systems in the world and control electricity, which I thought was funny. <laughs> That was fun. That because was fun. it's related. Um, he promises that his birth as the new cyber god will be signaled by every telephone on the planet ringing simultaneously. Yes. Which is sick. Um, <laughs> the the shop sends a team to capture Job, but with his new abilities, he scatters them to pieces. I mean, he can just explode people with his brain. Um, yeah, he's like Sheen in that one episode of Jimmy Neutron yeah. where his head gets all big. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. And it's animated sort of like Jimmy Neutron. It really is. Yeah. Um, he gets inside the, he, he like uploads himself into the lab equipment and abandons his physical body. That scene was crazy. Yes. Where they saw, they like showed his melted body in the VR gyroscopes. <clears throat> it was amazing. It's like the so special good. effects were so campy and fun. I loved yeah. them. Yeah, it was like right when he started, he went to go upload himself into cyberspace, and that's when there was a, a switch that flipped, and it became like you just wanted to go, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Also, and it just, you skipped over the part where he went on a murder spree. Oh yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of murder. There's a- um, and he can control. So he starts murdering people with his lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Because he can control the lawnmower now with his brain. And he just mows them down, literally mows them down. Literally mows them down. And usually it's vengeance. It's not needless murder. Like he he mows over like the abusive father next door who he's watched abuse the the kid next door. 
Um, who meanwhile, the kid next door is with Dr. Angelo trying to go like rescue Fine. Joe yeah. out of the computer. Um, but like the, the shop, the, um, the, the funding group or whatever sends a team to capture Job. Um, and Dr. Angelo tries to like hack into the computer and, and <laughs> trap him in the mainframe. So like localize him in the laboratory mm. computer so he can't get out. But, and there's like Angel... this big long sequence. Um, Angelo where... gets into cyberspace with Job. Yes. And my favorite scene in the movie <laughs> where Job crucifies digital Angelo. Yes. He abs- yeah, little... he, there's a crucifixion that occurs in cyberspace. Um, oh, it's fucking crazy. And then b- there's bombs <laughs> because I think because... the shop brings the bombs in. Or does Angelo bring the bombs in as like a contingency plan to just blow everything up if it goes to shit so that he can protect like the world from Gale. Angelo sets the bombs. Angelo set yeah. the bombs. Before he gets into the into cyberspace, he rigs yes. it, the whole place up with bombs. Oh my goodness. But Job gets out just before the building blows up. So does Not Dr. Physically. Angelo, so does the kid. Not physically. No, right, yeah. He escapes through um a maintenance line. One, <laughs> a maintenance line, one of the wires. Um and yeah, at the end, all the telephones around the world ring. At the same signaling time, signaling that Job is has been born as a cyber god, and then fades to black. <laughs> and it fades to black. And there's That's... a lawnmower man too. With there is, um, there is. Uh, apparently, people who like Lawnmower Man one despise Lawnmower Man two, and there's only one recurring actor, returning actor. So it's like one of those where who's probably... the who's the one recurring. Um, is it, uh, fuck, I looked it up earlier. Let me... Because Job got recast. I think it's Austin O'Brien? Austin O'Brien, maybe. I keep accidentally opening in new windows instead of new tabs. It's making this way harder than it needs to be. Come on, Ross. Yeah, figure it out. I can't remember. It's just Austin O'Brien. It's just Austin O'Brien? Okay. Yes, who played, who did he play? Oh, Peter Parquet, one of the science guys, I think. He was one of the science guys? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, Peter was I, the kid. Peter was the kid. Oh, Peter was the kid. Yeah, Peter was and, the kid. And um, Job is in cyberspace, so like, there's no need, like, that character probably still exists. And mm-hmm. maybe, oh, fuck. I don't know. I, I might watch it. It's on HBO Max. Um, but... The first one was just so much that I need a little while to process it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The first one was a lot of movie, even though it's only like an hour and 10 minutes or hour yeah, and 40 because minutes long. It starts off as like this um, ethical sci-fi drama and quickly just turns into a campy like slasher schlock. horror schlock. Yeah. What if I were to tell you that this movie has a runtime of 108 minutes? But there's a 142 minute long director's cut. I gotta see it. Do you I think have it's to see just the director's cut? Do you think it's just 36 more minutes of? I did. Did I do that math right? I don't know. 30 yeah. some odd more minutes of animations. I sincerely hope it is because I could watch that garbage animation all day. <laughs> yeah, I think I could too. It's 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 insane. <laughs> it's that's the only word. It's high as fuck. It's um off the walls it's unhinged it's daring it's i'm sure groundbreaking in some ways although i don't know if it gets that sort of recognition um 
it's adventurous it's risky as fuck um and these are all the reasons why i appreciate it it's far riskier i would say than any movie i can think of in the last 10 years oh absolutely um you can buy the blu-ray for it which includes the director's cut on amazon prime for 18 dollars. okay we might have to bring a little ad revenue together and uh do a <laughs> to fund an 18 dollar blu-ray <laughs> So, Kayla, we'll, what did we'll you doc, think of? Well, Doc Dylan's pay for that. How, what yes. did I think of it? I yes. loved most of it. Um, like I was just saying, I think this is, I respect it so much for how insane it is um, mm. and how unapologetic it is about its insanity. Like, yes. it says, you know, it knows exactly what it wants to be. Regardless of the genre switch, it's like, here's our plan. This is going to mm. be a fucking wild adventure. Come along with us. We're taking you on a wild adventure. And it doesn't back down. Being an independent film, too, like, like there was no... Because I think if you went through, um, like, a large production company or if it had um, those sort of constraints, it would have suffered a lot because yes, they would have told them to cut out most of the weird shit, which was probably my favorite part. The, um, the weird genre shit was the fun part. I think yeah. when it's this, it was, I thought it was kind of boring for the first 30 minutes while it was just a stereotypical kind of ethical drama about mm-hmm. human testing. And then once we got into the funky cyberspace shit, that's when it really picks up and I really started to like really dig it. It's, yeah, I, I completely agree. It had to set itself up, it had to introduce characters and things. And yes. once it got going though, damn (laughs) yeah once it's going you don't want to fucking stop the movie because it's so much fun it's so much fun now you could fault it for being a bit predictable um a little heavy-handed in its visual metaphors sometimes yeah just the floating crucifix yeah yeah that (laughs) was a little bit on the nose (laughs) just the the religious um undertones were very uh well, interesting because, and I've never, I don't think I've sorted it out. And maybe this is one of the areas where it doesn't really reach its full potential. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know Bible stories so well, but I know Job is like in the Bible, and he one of the people who like God like punished Job all the fucking time. Yeah, it's like Job, he punishes Job as a test of his faith. Okay, I think. I get, yeah, it's been a that long sounds time right. I think that's right. Bible stories. Um, yeah, I know. Same, but I. Th- think that's right and there's like it almost felt like it was just throwing in religious themes for the hell of it and it didn't yeah. really say much it's like um, a proto but, matrix where it has some similar themes as the matrix but like like it's everything is kind of boiled down and not ready for it's it's like almost the show, there the so the way i read the the religious stuff is job is um lowly He's bullied. He's stupid, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. Um, mm-hmm. People take advantage of him. He gets pissed off. He has this opportunity to become a god himself and mm-hmm. enact vengeance on all the people who had wronged him throughout his life. And he mm-hmm. seizes that opportunity, becomes a god, gets his vengeance, mows people over with his fucking lawnmower. But um, yeah, it's interesting. It's And I think a lot of the people who wronged him probably fit into some religious metaphor somewhere about i don't know just like established religion or whatever like you had the priest Mm -hmm. who abused him who he in and in turn rather than you know taking the abuse that he did for so long he becomes a god and blows up the priest 
Yeah. I don't know. Like it's I, trying I, to do something with that. Yeah, I I was really really I was really really picking up on the like human evolution and mixing that in with traditional faith and religion kind of vibes like the transition from one stage of humanity to the next and how with the new transition into humanity there are new gods that rise up kind of neil gaiman-esque themes there yeah um so that was the big stuff that i picked up on towards the end like annihilating the old gods and ushering in the new stuff like annihilating the old gods with the priest and Mm -hmm. that's that was the big stuff i picked up with and then of course the crucifixion thing as using pierce brosnan as the sacrifice yeah or the sacrificial lamb for this new online religion god complex Mm -hmm. it's it's fragmented it's almost it's almost there and it's like enough that i it's it works i guess it's It's still good you you get what they're going for they just could have taken it a few steps further yeah and been a little more at the same time like bring it further and be more subtle yeah the tone like dial the themes from like a six to an eight and dial the subtlety up from like turn it make it way more subtle because it was very heavy-handed it was extremely heavy-handed so that's where i would fault it um overall like i think it's a good i think it's a solid seven out of ten all things considered it is just a good time i'm sitting at like a 6.5 okay because like i said the first five minutes are fucking bonkers and i love it yeah and then the next like 20 30 minutes are really so so goddamn boring yeah there's a (laughs) lot it picks up and the whole like why did i don't think pierce brosnan needed to have a wife like that was just weird yeah there was an unnecessary subplot with pierce brosnan and his marital marital problems yeah there's some like just extra stuff um but again it's just so unapologetic and it just goes it goes there um, maybe we'll just have to r- watch the director's cut to uh ooh to see if those unresolved subplots get yeah, up and completed. That's a good point. I'd love to I'd love to sit down and watch the director's cut sometime soon. And I will have substances <laughs> when I do it because <laughs> oh my god. It was um, a it was a completely sober viewing for me and I had a great time. I mean, yeah, it's one that you can absolutely enjoy either either way. The cyber mm-hmm. sex scene was nuts. It was in- so strange. So, so strange. strange. It's just like these avant-garde, abstract, vaguely sexual animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, the whole thing felt so proto-matrixy. Yeah, and then and then her brain just lights on fire, and she yeah. melts in the VR chair. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh, it's crazy. It was fun and crazy and dumb and so in your face with what it was, and I can't help but respect it. Yep. That sums it up pretty yep. pretty well. Uh, good yeah. time. Decent movie. De- uh, de- yeah. It was, high it, as fuck. I have seen much worse movies in my time. Oh, yeah. I think it completely holds up. I, I don't know if this is considered a B movie. Um, it's like it straddles the line, I think. It does. It's uh it had a decent budget. It did all right. I think it tripled yeah. its money, right? Yeah, it got thirty two million dollars at the box office on a ten million dollar budget. I think that's a decent return for yeah, a and smaller movie like this. Relatively well known actors. This was like a year or two before Pierce Brosnan was James Bond. Yeah, um, I think he was Bond like ninety five, I think, onwards. So he went from Lawnmower Man to like the pinnacle of character work in three yeah, years. The, yeah i think he also had dante's peak in between this okay. and bond which yeah i mean I like he dante's wasn't peak. i don't think he was 
a nobody at this point. Um, no, he had been in a few far things. From. He certainly, he was he was certainly not at his apex, but he was like on the way there. It's like a low point, like a low on the slope going upwards. Yeah. So it straddles the line, Ross. I'd like to pitch something to you right now, live pitch, on BPP. Pitch it to me. BPP's bees. We watch B movies. Ooh. Here and there. I like that idea. Yeah. I like doing B movies. I love B movies. There, there are some. B movie bangers out there in the world. Um, did you ever watch the Velocipaster that I told you about? I have. I have okay. watched the Velocipaster. We should I love definitely it do a Velocipaster so episode. And then also just the like... B movie from DreamWorks with Seinfeld. Oh, the the B movie. The B movie. It's got it'll work its way in there. Where where Renee Zellweger wants to fuck a bee. <laughs> buzz buzz. Buzz buzz. <laughs> oh God. I would be super down with having a B-movie series. I think we should. I think we should have a little BBP miniseries. I think we should. Um, and after we do the BBP miniseries, I've got an idea for you as well. Oh, boy. I'm going to share my screen with you. Fuck yes. Let's do it. Is this, are these the, is this award season news? No. Award season news is going to come up after this idea. Okay. Yeah. Share a The Bingies. The Bingies. Yes, we're going to, we have a big Bingies update. Big Benji's announcement. Okay. Ooh, you're presenting. Ooh. It's what I like to call Wheels Brosnan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so there's like a Wheel of Fortune wheel, a bunch of different um, movies on it, and I see see some some good picks. I would love to watch a lot of these. Every Um, single movie on this wheel has... Pierce Brosnan in it. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. Watch through Pierce Brosnan's filmography in a completely Holy random shit. order. Wheels Brosnan. <laughs> the Wheels Brosnan. Okay. Um, is this for next week? Is this how we're picking? Or do you want to do our B movies first, or do you want to do? Um, do you oh my do God! Wheels? Yeah. I don't know. Let's we do... can we can surprise the viewers or the listeners, I suppose. Um, All right, so let's do a couple. So how about we, You, this is your B, you want to pick a B movie, I'll pick a B movie, and Dylan will pick a B movie as kind of a prologue while we prep for the Wheels Brosnan Project. Hell yeah, let's do that. The Wheels Brosnan Project. I'm so down for this. And we can um, pick a B movie off camera, because I can't think of any right now. I can, yeah, I've got a couple, but but we'll we'll leave it. Tune back for BPP's tune, tune B's, next week because for... it's going to be a good time. Yes, for the BPPBs, um, wrapping up with a B-movie episode. <laughs> <laughs> will this be the last episode of the year? This will be the last episode of the year. This one oh, will drop guys. on like December 28th. Our, our anniversary is coming up, sort of. It, it, it is. Our anniversary is coming up April 5th. April 5th? Okay. I remember um, we recorded in March. I, I always put March in as well. Yeah, when we, we recorded this, like three episodes in March and then rolled them out through April. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. Yeah. Before we get to our anniversary, we have one more big thing we have to do. One more big thing we have to do. We have the Benji Awards, the awards that I completely forgot to post about this weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. You have so, the categories prepped and ready to roll? I do have the categories prepped and ready to roll. I uh, think... I shared the doc with you if you would like to open it up on your computer okay. as well. I'll, I'll pull it up and we can walk through these. We can take turns um, revealing the categories and then they'll be rolled out on socials um, yep. after this episode releases. And, and we love... Mem- we will be talking about the nominees internally, and we will list the nominees next week. Yeah, and well, I guess we could take suggestions for nominees, too, from people. Yeah. Um, um, let us know what what should be our nominees. Yeah, we could do like some write-ins. Um, right, yes. 
I'm all about it. This is a this is we want the listeners involved for this one. So for award season, um, we'll have fan voting. We'll have well, we'll figure out what it's going to look like exactly. But this is interactive, you guys. Yes, it, we really, really need fan interaction here. So it's not just us three assholes voting on every <laughs> award. <laughs> um, so before we get into the categories, this is the BPP Awards, also known as the Bingies, where we look at all the movies from 2021 and hand out awards to our favorite movies. So, um, oh my god, um, these Halo are great! I will go first. Um, so we all we're going to have a general um, best of genre awards. So those will include best action movie. Best Comedy, Best Horror Movie, Best Musical, and Best Sci-Fi Slash Fantasy. So we're going to lump shit like Green Knight and Dune all into one category because I haven't, I don't know if I've seen enough to like give them their own categories. No, yeah. That makes sense to me. These are great. I love these categories. So those are the, those are the genre categories. And then do you want to take turns? And, and animated Feature is also lumped in that one as well. Okay. And Sci-Fi Fantasy? So, no, 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 no. Best animated feature is like lumped in with the genre category. Oh, I see, I see. I see it there. Okay. So I got this document in front of me. It's a ballot, actually. A yes, ballot I got a draft. Ballot created. I love it. Okay. So this is, uh, there's nine, 12, 15, 16. We have 16 total awards, and I just listed off five of them. Okay. Um, no, I just listed off you have six of them. 16. So there's 10 left. There's 10 left. Nine, 12. Oh, never mind. Okay. Um, you want to take turns reading them off? Do you want to announce them here or just kind of tease it like this and we'll, post them we'll later? Give, we'll just um, say what the awards are and what the general vibe of the award is. So I just gave off the genre ones. So you get to pick whichever award you like most on here. Okay. Um, here's one. This one sticks out. Who needs brain cells when you're having fun award? Um, yes. So this would be brainless, stupid, lawnmower man style fun. Um, yes. Movies where you turn your brain off and just have a good time. Yeah, that's going to be a good I, one. I can think of, I, um, was there a Fast and Furious this year? <laughs> yes, there was a Fast and Furious this year. That's what I year. thought. That, this, that, that kind of brand. shit. Yep. That kind of shit, yes. All right, um, I've got another one that I really like. It's called The Oscars Won't Do It, So We Will Award for Best Stunts. Hell yes. The Academy refuses to honor best stunt work and fight choreography that at the a, Oscars. So That's criminal. Yes, um, so we are going to be doing a Best Stunts Award. Hell yeah. Respect the stuntmen. That's uh, exactly. and women, the stunt women, the stunt, stunt people. people. Yes, um, that's criminal that the Oscars don't acknowledge that. It really, really is. <laughs> it literally, <laughs> some movies it's stunt people like the entire movie. Fucking fucking Mad Max Fury Road, man. Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> can you explain the Good for Her Award? <laughs> The Good For Her Award is the award to the female character that was doing so well in her movie that you just were like, good for her. Okay. I'm happy so for So a feel-good, um, congratulatory award. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's our version of Best Actress. Okay. The Good, <laughs> the good For Her Award. Alrighty. Oh, my God. There's some good ones in here. Um, we've got Sweatiest Moment, which is what, that's one that you suggested. Would you like to- Oh, uh, is it? Yeah, you sent that. You sent in that one as a award category. <laughs> did I really? Oh my god! You did. Okay, so I would imagine sweatiest moment would be the moment, the movies with the most moments that, like edge of your seat moments, like mm -hmm. sweaty palms moments. Um, okay. Yeah. So it, I guess it could apply to a broad variety of genres. Um, it could. Thrillers, it could be action. horror, action. The movies that make you go, "Oh shit!" the most. Yes. Essentially. Yes, that is our sweatiest moments award. Yeah. 
Um, Would you, you like do. to pick one? Well, I got to talk about the Horn Dog Award. The Horn Dog Award. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Horn Dog Award. Yeah, that's gonna be good. What do you have any nominees in mind? I mean, we'll finalize them. It's well, cool if you don't. We, from this year specifically, no. But if I were to pick one based, like coming off the top of my head, it would be like Nicole Kidman in Batman Forever. Jesus Christ! Yeah, if this applies to BPP movies that we've talked about this year. Uh, I think she would win the Horn Dog Award. Yeah, but it is just 2021 releases. Which movie was the horniest movie? Okay. Damn. Which I do have one movie in particular in my mind that I think would be very good for this award. But I'm not going to say it on air. I don't want to... No, that's fair. I don't want to sway the voting. I'm having trouble thinking of any. I think it's it's not been an incredibly horny year for movies. I've the, I've seen a few. I've okay. seen a few. You've also seen you know. like 200 2021 releases. Which 120, is, 120. Oh, I'm sorry, 120, which is far and away more than I have seen. Um, um, next up, we've got Best Director, which is nice, pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna see Licorice Pizza this week. Ooh, shit, assuming nice. I clear COVID quarantine and everything. But yes, um, I think that could be a front runner from what I hear. Uh, the Good Soup Award. So, and we've just, we talked briefly before we recorded about the Good Soup Award because there's not been a lot of good soup in movies this year. Um, so we wanted to extend it to just movies with the best looking food. Yes. And I think that's a good plan. So the Good I Soup Award. that's a really good plan. Good Soup, in parentheses, Good Food Good award. Food. Yep. The Good Food Award. Um, the Good Food Because you've got to appreciate good food. Yes. Um, and then this one's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> the tombstone award for movies that fuck oh yeah um it is what movie fucks the most not like sexual fuck no no, no. Like just, just like you watch a movie yeah. and you're like oh that fucked that yeah rocked. yeah yeah um, the raddest movie the raddest movie now this could be cross-listed with some uh like uh the who needs brain cells when you're having fun award uh, yes a movie um, could win both a movie could easily movie win both could win both i'd say uh shit this is embarrassing. What's the name of the 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 Netflix western that came out? I thought that oh, fucked the harder they hard. fall. The harder they fall. Yeah, with the um, the stylized violence. I thought that was that pretty one. Fucky. Uh, that movie I think could easily be a nom- nominee for the Tombstone Award. Um, All right, we got I think two left, at Caleb. Okay, let me. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Did you say film we, of the uh, year? Yeah, we got film. We have not got well. We, there's got to be film of the year. That's going to be the yeah, big yeah, one okay. at the end of the, at the right. end of the awards. That's our best picture. Um, that is our best picture. Raddest Dude Award. And the Raddest Dude Award. A gender new. It is gender neutral. The raddest character in a film. Okay. And I have a very, That's a good very one. clear front runner in my head. Really? Yes. Are you going to say it on air? Yeah, I'm going to say it on air. It's Jason Momoa in Dune. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Duncan, I'm, I'm, Duncan Idaho. Was that his Duncan name? Duncan Idaho. Yeah. I'm adding in a stipulation in the BPP bylaws at any time Jason Momoa stars in a movie, he has to be nominated for Raddest Dude Award. Automatic Raddest Dude nomination. Jason Momoa is just a rad dude. Hell yeah. Um, is that all I of them now? I think that's all. I don't know. We might have one or two extra sneaky ones that we did not read today, but stay tuned. They'll be yeah, on socials. Might. We'll talk about yeah. them ongoingly uh, in subsequent episodes before we do yep. the big bpp award show which yeah, will no. probably be what like around late, oscar season yeah late Jan- i'd probably do it late january oh, or okay. february okay just to yeah, get it out of the way so don't forget about it sweet um nominees will be released will be announced in the new year hell yes they will so stay tuned for that it's gonna be it's gonna be super fun so we're excited very fun the binges 
start first of first binges. Yeah, the first annual binges. It's gonna be start of something pretty fun. We'll do every year. So and join join us next week for part one of our BPPB movies interlude. Hell yes, <laughs> the BPPBs next week. Stay tuned for what movie so, we watch. Uh, I, we will. We'll, you'll find out when we release the episode. You'll find out when we find out. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet. Yep. Right. So sweet. Sweet dude. Lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs>